Hello, welcome to Lease FM. This week, joined by Jason Bala from Nehi. Hi. Hey, Lise. Been playing that one. Nehi, hi. How's it going? <laughs> Snappy. Snappy. Snappy pappy. Um, I usually have like more of an intro to, than that, but I was like, no, I'm just going to get right into it because I'm cool. so excited for this. Jumping right in is always a good idea. It is. Absolutely. Do you like to swim? Uh, yeah, I do. I feel the same way. I'm like, uh, hypothetically, but... I don't really think I like it until I'm doing it. Exactly, because it just seems like such a pain in the butt. Yeah. It's like the... Pool the swimming? No. And the, oh, lake, like, you're like lakes and rivers. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I've ever swam in a river. Oh, it's the best. Really? Yeah. I, I picture it like like a tree with like a rope and you're just like swinging into the... Literally last time I swam. Really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Like very secluded in Detroit, surprisingly, because you'd wow. think... Yeah, you'd think it'd be all... You wouldn't think it's possible there. No. But there's like a beautiful oasis that those in the know know. All right. Rope swing. Me high high. Beautiful. Those in the know know. You should make a music video there. We could. Right? Yeah, why not? Okay, cool. Let's go do that. It was fun. It was actually really <laughs> scary. My first rope swing experience. Really? What was scary about it? You're just like jumping off a tall tree. Yeah. Like, you know, and like a 15 feet Not in the super air. reliable rope, maybe, that's been there for a while. Who knows? Who knows? That's Who's the to mystery. Say? That's the danger. But that's cool. And were you like wearing your clothes or you, you were like ready to go? You were like wearing trunks. We were just all in our underwear, I guess. Oh, okay. So it was like a spontaneous thing. Yes. That sounds awesome. And like the summer? Yeah. Remember the summer? I hated it. The winter is my fave. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good um, way to start out our conversation, I guess. Why? <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, that's cool. I just like how cold it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you biked here, too. Yeah. It's kind of wet today. Yeah, it is kind of foggy. Yeah. I was driving up Lakeshore, actually, and um, it was like I couldn't even see the city skyline. And I was like, I could be in any city. It's, it's, that's exactly what I was saying. My mom and I was like, we could literally be in like anywhere. It's kind of cool. But no. Here we are in Chicago, Illinois, USA stuck. stuck. But um, I agree. I think winter is it's um, underrated. I think there's good qualities for sure. Like I like, you know, waking up and like being totally freezing. (laughs) But like having to go out in the morning, it's kind of nice because it's like an instant like refresher. Totally. It's like jumping into a river. Almost busted my uh, glass water bottle. Okay, thank you for being here, Jason. Um, We have a mutual friend. Shout out Ashley Kordick. Oh, word. Right? Well, yeah. That's how I found you, right? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. You just Facebook messaged me. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my, that's yeah. my intro. Well, I had this. Ashley on back in like November, I think, and she was talking about your new song with, uh, well, not so new anymore, but yeah, new. With Jamila. Jamila. Uh-huh. The girl, my girl. Well, I wanted to be my girl. I wanted to be on this podcast sometime. So. You should Facebook Messenger. I will. Will she respond? I don't know. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, Jason Fowler told me to Facebook message you. Yeah, sure. A little name drop early on. Okay, sounds good. Um, so Ash was saying on the podcast um, how much she loved that song, which is called... The Times I'm Not There. Yeah, which is great. I feel like you're quizzing me on no, stuff I, I should know. And I was like, You're like, oh, God, what is this? <laughs> um, it was last year. It's, it's a while ago now. Well, uh, was it? No, it was not. It was just like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. But like 2017. It was in the summer. Oh, it was in the summer. It wasn't, but... Oh, it seems like it. It was sometime. Yeah. Um, and 
And then and then she asked you if you would let us play that song on that podcast. I don't know if you remember agreeing to this, but you said yes. Oh, and it's this thing. Yeah, it's oh, this thing. Amazing, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that. That's and then so I was cool. like, I should totally get this guy on. So thank you for being here. Jason is a founding member slash they're all they've all all been the same um, since 2013 of Nehi, and I was just reading your Wikipedia page. Oh wow! Literally ten minutes ago, um, which is like the most research I've ever done. For I'm just usually usually like, hey, cool, let's get to know What's the hot gossip on the Wikipedia page? Is Um, there anything juicy? Apparently, you formed to score a Friends movie. That's true. In the summer of 2013. Accurate. And I believe maybe you guys have become bigger than the movie was, although I'm not... The movie never happened. It was a failed project. Not failed, but it just never came out. Well, it wasn't failed, because you guys... Yeah, it was great. It was a great. That's happiness. awesome. So, what was? Uh, tell me about that a little bit. I mean, or it's was pretty it? simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Basically, like my best friend at the t- time was living in Chicago and was making a film uh, that was sort of like had kind of like a, I guess a throw. He was like intended to be like James Dean throwbacky kind of thing. Cool. But it was like this like queer love story, but then. We like tried to write the songs, but it was just not throwbacky enough oh. or weird or. But we're like these songs are cool, so then we just kept going with that, and then the movie never happened. And how like how had you filmed? Had they filmed any of the movie? It was just like a script. Okay. And we were gonna. I think they were gonna like shoot some stuff, kind of like to the music or whatever. Uh-huh. Hey, well that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. All you need is a one idea. Yeah. And then something else might happen. It's true. You know, and they always say that the side projects are what's going to be the big thing. Well, true. They don't always say that. I don't know who they are either, but in one self-help article that I wrote from BuzzFeed or something one time. That, that's incredible. <laughs> which, that's the authority right there. Um, so, okay, so then it was him and, and you, and he is? Xavier Juarez. Okay. So he's another member of the band? No. no. No, he was just, just he was a, a film dude. Just a friend. Okay. Film. And so then where did the other three come in? Uh, we uh, we all got together to make the to try oh. to write the song. So you were all friends before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did met... you like kind of knew you were going to like wanted to do a band or had you all like done no. other things? Or... Um, me and Alex, who plays drums, mm-hmm. we had a band already together. We met at Harry Potter premiere. Literally? Yes. The, part. the Harry Potter premiere? Seven part <laughs> Or is Harry one. Potter premiere like a cool band that I've never heard of? No, it's a movie. It should be a band. It's a movie and book. Yeah, I know. I've I've read. Actually, I read them every night. I'm not even kidding. Really? I listen to um, I listen to them on Audible while I'm falling asleep. I watched The Half Blood Prince this morning. Did you? <laughs> oh my god, shit! I'm glad we've established this before minute ten of the podcast because that's all we're gonna talk about. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Half Blood Prince. I mean, there's a lot. Of con- there's a lot. There is. There's a lot to go a lot over. Lot to unpack. Um, maybe I need to start a side project. There is. Uh, have you ever heard? Um, or the podcast, You Talking You Too to Me? Yes. My brother and I were just talking about that. We were just at to dinner talking about Comedy Bang Bang and talking about You Talking You Too to Me. This I could haven't be listened our, to it. This could be our, yes, our, our version, podcast right. inside of a podcast. Called Harry Potter Premiere. Harry Potter Premiere. <laughs> HPP. And there is actually a hot take about Harry Potter that I think is overlooked. Is Regulus Black. I don't know how deep you want to go. R.A.B. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> no one ever really talks about him anymore. Yeah, dude. And it's like... This guy was like hot on the trail for yeah. like way before No Love. Yeah. What even happened point. to him? I don't know. Let's make a movie about it. Cool. And then talk about it on our podcast. Great. And then form a band. 
just like you did. Um, but no, I'm for real. We're going to get back to Harry Potter later in this uh, conversation. I just don't want to lose anyone too soon. No um, so, so you guys kind of, oh, say, so it was you, Alex. We had a band. We started playing and then um, me. Oh, you met at the Harry Potter premiere. That's where we were. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but that's just like a fun fact. Yeah, it's a good fact. I should go on the Wikipedia page. I'll update it after you leave. I'm surprised it's not on there. Um, <laughs> we talk about it in interviews a lot just because it's funny. Yeah, but, um funny. Yeah, so me and him had this other band that was going on, and so we already been playing music. Me and James and Mikey all went to school together. Like, me and James were roommates. Mikey was, like, living on our floor, so we all met that way. He moved back to Milwaukee, but then we kind of convinced him to move here mm-hmm. uh, after we started writing these songs, and we're like, this would be fun to do. Cool. And so we got him back into Chicago, and then we've just been doing it ever since. Wow, and that was, like, five going on five years ago pretty close yeah whoa probably the summer of 2013 yeah according to wikipedia that's cool damn five years i feel like that's a like a good mark to hit like five years yeah we've settled in we've we've uh figured out what we're doing a little bit yeah at this point yeah but I'm just, sure you've just put in recently ten thousand hours right i don't know that seems like a lot of hours that's like how long it takes to be an expert at something allegedly I mean, according to that BuzzFeed article, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's been really fun. And um, okay, so wanna let's start. Let's get into the influences now because otherwise we won't for another half hour. We'll just end up talking about Regulus Black. Um, okay. So who? I know you put together a list. So thank you for doing that. Um, yeah. You're like, wait. <laughs> I just didn't want to be unprepared. No, that's good. That's really really sweet. Um, who uh, who would you list as number one? And it doesn't have to be chronological necessarily. Oh, easily like the first thing I thought of was Wire. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's let's unpack that a little bit. Are you familiar with the group? No. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I see. I'm not one of the people that's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I love them. <laughs> I'm just gonna admit that no, I don't. Wire. Know them. Love them. Okay, so what are they about? Where are they from? Uh, they're when from are they from? England. Cool. Uh, 80? Okay. Like early 80s? Sweet. I think maybe even like, right, yeah, it has to be. They're like a post punk band. Sweet. I'm like doing air quotes with yeah, my fingers. Yeah, for sure. But I think that, you, I mean, they're like post punk. Yeah. Band. Um, they're incredible. Okay, so what? Particularly like these two records, super important for me Pink Flag, 154. Okay. They're so good. And what what's post punk about them? What's post punk mean? I guess. Is that like just post Sex Pistols? It is. Like I mean, a, it literally Chronologically, is. Yeah. yeah. It's like the thing that was like responding to like punk music okay. kind of. So it's like, I would say like their stuff is like a lot more like, it's a more simple and it's still like aggressive, but it's like more in like an arty way mm-hmm. rather than like just wild, like youthful energy kind of right. stuff. It's more centered or kind of. Yeah. It's like, it's like more conceptualized, okay. I think. Uh, and it's like typically a little bit more like metric. Oh, nice. And repetitive. And maybe there's a little bit more going on. It's like a little bit more, there's a lot more going on yeah, a th- more than developed. just like power chords or whatever. Yeah. Sweet. Though that's like, I'm just like sweeping generalizing. That's all right. That's what we, that's what we do here. Yeah. Sweeping generalizations are always good for podcasts. Um, so, okay. So when did you start listening to Wire? Was that like something that you were into as a kid or um, later? Did you find them on I your think own? I, bet if I found them like in my teens. Okay. I honestly have no idea how I found them. Yeah. They've just like always been yeah. faithful, faithful. But friends. it was like also like a, uh, like one of the first like music bonding points, me and 
James had. Oh. Because I was like playing it in my room one day, and like he like we he was living in the bedroom next to mine, and like he literally like ran down the hall through into my room and was like, "What is this?" He like heard it through the wall. This is at college. Yeah, like I my, I was like eighteen. That's or something, so I guess. cool. Oh so man, cool. don't you miss like dorms a little bit sometimes? I still have three roommates, so it's kind of like okay. that, anyways. Yeah, but for sure. It's actually we like hang out all the time. It's so yeah. good. I, yeah. It's like my first time being home in a while. Uh huh. It was January. Yeah. I like love it so much. It's so nice. It is. It's like a relief. Yeah, for sure. It's the best. Yeah. Um. So. Okay, so then you kind of like wire. What what would you say sonically or thematically we've gotten from from that music? Um, I think they're like they're like super like kind of like minimalists. Okay, and like I think they're like really good at making something seem like intense or like um, I like like a lot of like kind of like music that sounds like blown out and broken and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they like do it in a way that's like. It's re- actually not like that, but it just like gives me the impression that it is that way, like, which I think is really cool. Yeah. They're like, they're just very masterful. Like, they have a record where every song is like, basically a hit, and they're like all two minutes long, and just like, really cool grooves, like really awesome vocal melodies, mm-hmm. and it's like they're also like really repetitive and sometimes chanty, and I don't know like how much of that stuff like, bleeds into exactly what I'm doing, like, but I. Like at least recognize like things I really like appreciate out of yeah. like making music. It's like foundations, like it's your roots in maybe rock and roll or post punk or sure. Whatever. And it's like definitely little, like post punk stuff's typically a little bit darker. Okay. Yeah, like kind of stuff, which is like I guess just like more a vibe that I associate yeah, with or for whatever. Sure. And um, okay, interesting, very cool. I've got to check them out. What what, great. what song? Like one song or one album should I listen to? Did you say Pink Flag? Pink Flag or One Five Four? As a to- as a whole thing. Both of them are two different records. Yeah, right. Yeah. But like either of them, I should listen to all at once. I would say think? like Pink Flag's the first one you should listen to because One Five Four is like has some like much weirder stuff going. Okay, on. more obscure. Yeah. Yeah, I listen. I was listening to One Five Four a lot when we made our last record offers. Cool. And and when you when you're writing when okay that's cool that you just said that I I, I had an author or a writer on like very early in my podcast mm-hmm. and she said that when she's writing a book or she's like working on a novel and she would always listen to like one song over and over again in this one chapter that she was writing hmm. just over and over like one specific song yeah it's like painting to the mood or whatever yeah right but it's interesting that you said that you were listening to a lot of white was it white flag. Or no, pink flag. Uh, God, one five four. Jesus. Okay, yeah, whatever, you, whatever you said. Um, sorry, but while you were making your album, mm-hmm. so. Well, like it's just like anything. Like yeah. you go through phases of right. what you're like really obsessed like, with listening to. Yeah. At least I like way I listen to music is like I just oh. I literally only have like three records right now that I'm like into. Listening to. What are they? Uh, Unblonde. Uh, good will come to us, mm-hmm. or good will come to you. I forget what. I forget who the good is coming yeah, to. But it's coming to someone. Um, Tim Presley's The Wink. Okay. And then... Ooh, maybe I'm only listening to two records. Wow. Just just dating two records right now. Yeah. <laughs> Open for a third. <laughs> Looking for a third. We'll see. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm the exact same way with music. I'm. Uh, people aren't, apparently. Not everybody is. Like, I have, you know, friends and stuff that are, like... No, they would get like so bored. I'm just like, I have to absorb. Like, there's just so much that can be packed into like one record, you know? And then it's kind of cool because you look back at your life and it's like a perfume. Like, certain 
like part certain years or certain months smell or sound like that you know that totally um, or that perfume perfumes and that's a nice analogy well it's true I, I it's like something that I noticed I started wearing like my first perfume like my sophomore year of high school and I always wore that you know and then it's like never again princess by Vera Wang shout out um but then like I picked up a different perfume for, yeah oh my god I wish any sponsorship <laughs> shout out future sponsors um but yeah, no, like that. So then I'm just thinking, like Jesus Christ Superstar, for example, um, the original Broadway mm-hmm. recording um, on vinyl, my my dad's vinyl from the 70s. Um, very specific, but, you know, listened to that a lot my senior year in high school. Um, and that was very formative of, I don't know. That was your perfume? Yeah. Your high school perfume? My high school audio perfume. Wow, that got weird. Um, very heady. Okay, so moving on from wire then, um, what would you say for two? And it doesn't, again... Could could be music, could be anything else. Totally. I only picked musical things. Okay, that's cool. But that's mostly... The only other thing I could think of would be, like, Ray Johnson, who's this, like, pop art guy. Oh, cool. He's been pretty interesting to me. Yeah. Because uh, he's, like, kind of an absurdist, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of stuff does he do? He's, like, a visual artist. He's, like, pop art. He was, like, the same time Andy Warhol. Okay. But I like his stuff a lot more than Andy Warhol. What's different about it? Uh, it's like really funny and he did this thing called the New York Correspondence School Which was like he basically like would send packages to people with instructions and it'd be like random objects and like art and stuff in it And then it'd be like all right put something in this box or put like This or like assemble something out of this and then mail it to this person and then eventually it would get back or it would get lost or That sounds crazy Yeah, and it's like some of it's just like nonsense or like weird drawings like geocaching, but Art. I guess so. Have yeah. You ever gone geocaching? No, I know, you know what, what it, it is. is. Yeah, it's I've like this been. nerdy thing that my mom and her friends do when they go on trips. That sounds fun. <laughs> but it's, it's not even nerdy. It's just fun. It's Alex cool. and Niha used to go something like that, but with stamps. Oh. And you go and you get a stamp. Like there's a location with a stamp. Oh, that's And you sweet. hide this. You hide stamps as well. I guess. I like that. Yeah. We um. Well, no, not we. I I did it once, and I had some Pokemon cards, and like found some cool geocaches around. But that'd be a good like. Because it's like treasure, right? Yeah, it's like a little box, like a cache, and then basically you you find it. There's I think it's something with your phone, some app or something, and then you open it up. There's a little logbook, and you put your name and where you're from. And but it'd be cool for a band to do. <laughs> I mean, I know you need more things to do while you're on tour, um, right? Yeah. Though that'd be kind of fun. I've been really just enjoying going to museums lately. Ooh, like on while you're touring. Yeah, killing time. Yeah, for sure. It's a really good way to kill time. So what's your uh, most recent one, favorite one? Um, We went to, or I went to the Cincinnati Art Museum. Oh, I did not know Cincinnati had an art museum. It's actually pretty sweet. Yeah? What's it like? Um, The thing that they had going at the time, which is amazing too, so their only paid exhibition was only $5. Oh my God! Are you listening, Art Institute of Chicago? Because it was crazy. That's cheap. Keep yeah, talking. no kidding. I'm just doing the video thing. Yeah. No worries. Um, yeah, it was so cool, and it was—I forget the name of the designer, but she was doing like, um, it was for like a fashion designer, but she was like 3D combining like 3D printing with stuff. Have you seen this person? You give me like a knowing glance. No. Um, it was crazy. Like so, like. There would be dresses. I think my favorite one was a dress that was a splash of water. It was see-through, and it was like 
literally 3D printed water that like, oh, someone would wear. Wait, how? So so she 3D printed a drop of water? Like a, like if you picture a splash of water. A splash. Okay. You know, like thrown. Thrown on someone. On to a person. Oh, I see. It was incredible. But then what color was the dress? It was see-through. It was like, it was like, like some sort and it of had plastic like or something. Tech, like, that's so cool. It was crazy. So that so was, it was really like cool. a whole exhibit. I love the fashion exhibits because I'm always. It like, was like her <laughs> I work. Wear that. For her work for like ten years or something like that like on display. Wow, that's awesome. There's yeah, there's a couple that were like really like organic, like f- weird fake feathers and bones and stuff. Really trippy. That sounds. Also, crazy. like kind of like sci-fi. Ooh. They're, how, how so? Like some of her, a lot of her like work had to deal with like technology and our relationship with technology. That sounds great. I'm sorry. I'm like this video thing is. It's okay. You know when your phone just runs out of storage all the time, <laughs> or is that just me? Yeah, my phone's a piece of shit. It's Dude, the worst. Fucking Apple. Um, it turns off. Mine t- mine turns off at twenty percent. Really? Like just done? Yep. It's just like bye. <laughs> yeah, it's that's so my weird. cue. Yeah. Well, you heard about the whole Apple scandal with like. How they messed up everybody's phones. Yeah, I believe. I mean, but no. But then the 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 fallout from that is that you can go buy a, a new battery for your iPhone five, six, or seven for twenty bucks. Really? Which I didn't even know they made new battery. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. Hmm. So we should go do that. There's a new Apple store just a stone's throw from here. I think I would never want to be in the Apple store. No. Yeah. I know. It sounds they awful. I bet you can do it online. Out. Yeah. Like they're awful. Too futuristic. Yeah, man. And just like too many people doing too many things. Too many geniuses. Too many geniuses. Ugh, get out of here, geniuses. Um, okay, so okay, so we talked a little bit about art, and that's really cool that you get to go to a lot of art museums. It's around. great. It's good food for your for your brain because there's not yeah. a lot of. For a second, I was like, "Oh, cafeterias." <laughs> like, there's not a lot of like you know, tours is just like a really repetitive process. Yeah, and it's really fun. Right. But there's not a lot of like creative stimulation. A totally. Lot of the time. And it's like nice to have some consistent. Not consistency, but yeah, like, cons- you know, that it's like every city has museums, so that's like nice because it's like you're going to go do something to, you know, I bet you do have a lot of extra time. Some, tra- some days, sometimes, some, some days, days you're like just rushing right to yeah, the venue and then right. you're like stuck there. Depends on who plans or how they plan it. Um, yeah, sometimes you have to drive for 14 hours in a day. Oh, God. And you never want to be in a car again. <laughs> but then you like get back in it the next day. So. Yeah, right. Um, what okay wait let's while we're on the touring subject because I'm always curious what do you guys like listen to in the car tell me about like your most recent or, or if is there a rule like no Zeppelin I don't know no <laughs> That'd be sad. there's no rules um, everyone has a different thing James and Alex are very a lot more into podcasts and stuff so you talking you two we talked about it a little bit already we listened to that whole the whole series which is. It's crazy. It's so many hours. You listen the entire thing? Yeah. Oh my god. Like in in like two tours. It took us like okay. two tours to do. That's hilarious. And that's good cuz episodes it's like are funny. so long. Some of them I'm are sure. like over 2 hours. Oh my god. Well, I mean, that's Comedy Bang Bang too. Do you, have, do, you watch, do you listen to Comedy Bang Bang? I don't. I'm not re- I don't listen to me. I don't really listen to podcasts. Okay. On it's my a own time. It's very specific type of co- podcast too, Comedy Bang Bang. Sure. But I'm sure you talking you two to me is a lot of the same kind of comedic. It's so <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's funny. Because um, they don't even talk about you two like half the time. Yeah. Right. Not like most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So what else? That podcast. And we'll listen to um, Jalen Jacoby. Oh. I don't like sports. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. 
but this is a sports podcast. Uh-huh. I but love listening to them talk really? about sports. Why? What do they do differently? They're just so like likable. Yeah, cool. I just like listening to them talk. Like it could be about anything. Aw. What uh, do they just talk about like sports in general or like specific games? Sometimes I don't know specifics <laughs> like what's happening in sports. Right. I couldn't even, I I literally know so little <laughs> about sports <laughs> I couldn't even like make up an example right, for, for sure. you. <laughs> it's like this man dunked the ball yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Crazy. And it was crazy. It was crazy. Let's talk about it. His world's changing. Yeah. Isn't it funny what like people can start podcasts about? Yeah. It's crazy. There's like a chicken finger podcast. What the hell's that? I don't want to know. No, me I neither. I just know it exists. Ugh. Yeah, you can talk about anything. Yeah, you literally can. Talk about music, I guess. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Which we'll do. Now we'll get back to that. Good segue. Yeah. Um, music. Did you already say number two? Number two what? Your number two influence. Yeah, whoa. Did we? Chicken fingers. <laughs> we kind of talked about Ray Johnson, I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, like, if that wasn't a musical, if you don't want That wasn't a thing. That could be one and a half. Let's go Let's go two. I like his use of words. Okay. And it's, yeah. like, and, like, it's, that's just, like, inspiring for me because it's, like, so creative. Yeah, for sure. So it's good, good food. Mm-hmm. Food for um, thought. Good chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. Wait, food for thought. I just said um, that is the name of a podcast out of New York City that my best friend is uh, one of the four hosts. It's four. Um, it's a multicultural mix of queer writers who talk about what we like to read and who we like to read. That's their intro. Cool. I need the intro like catchy like that. But anyways, they're blowing up. Shout out. Sick. Congratulations. Um, they're also definitely not listening to this podcast because they're doing their big thing in New York. But um so okay, so then number two you would say Um musically stuff, I guess maybe we could go with there's like this compilation. Okay. That was pretty inspiring to me pretty early on. Mm-hmm. No New York. Oh, what is Speaking that? Of New York. Yeah. Um, perfect. It was like a compilation that Brian Eno made. Oh, love Brian Eno. Of four no wave bands okay. from like nineteen eighty. Yeah. So like Again, crazy, the 80s. super like <clears throat> out there ambient kind of stuff. Like he not does. at all. No. Okay. No. This That's is the like, Brian Eno. This is like I know. Way before that, that kind, of kind of stuff. Okay. This was like Brian Eno has like what, or started out as like a rock. Yeah, rock and, and he produced Bowie, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't yeah, I don't know. according to my dad, which he produced you too. Who knows? Oh, well, there you go. Um, <laughs> speaking of, and he produced this like compilation too. Like the he he recorded all the bands and stuff. What is it called? No New York. No New York. Yeah. Um. Teenage Jesus and the Jerks, The Contortions, Mars, DNA. Mm-hmm. Those are the four bands. Cool. And they're all really sweet, but Mars and DNA are my two, like, they were, like, most impactful probably. Yeah, for real. It was, like, basically people who, like, weren't musicians all all making bands at that time. Sorry, I'm, like, also kind of getting sick, so I'm, no, like, dude, you're good. slowly fading. That's all right. Take <clears throat> take water, whatever you need. Sounds take your good. time. Um, yeah, so... The four bands, Mars, DNA, Crazy, and it's like basically like they're making like anti-music, like it's like super noisy. Just kind of like sound art. Sometimes like, yeah, totally. Like some some of them are like more song oriented than others, like different the different bands and yeah. stuff. But it's like, it's all really trashy and weird and- Just um, like out there for the sake of- Energetic and- It's cool. just like what they're going through, like they were living in New York at like a time that like, it was- Pretty tumultuous. Just like destroyed basically. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, really cool. I've never heard of that compilation. It's awesome. Um, really good for like, I just like, it's like wildly creative and I just like can, I can listen to like any of those projects and it's like completely relevant. Yeah. And there's also kind of like a lot of people that are kind of like 
trying to sound like that now. And and that doesn't sound <clears throat> dated now. Since no, the, I mean no. it's like relevant. Yeah, still that's great. See, it's and crazy. That's, that's a sign of good music or good art is something that can kind of transcend. Not like not like things things of the time are bad either, <clears throat> um, but you know, totally something that lasts and and doesn't sound like oh yeah that's definitely from the eighties. It's crazy shit that I hear from like the seventies and eighties that is way way more exciting and like inventive that. Than a lot of stuff I know going on now. It's like so wild. I know. I know. It is. I like I said, I just saw that musical about Carol King and it's like I am like so total like sixties, seventies, love that that era of music. Um I just think it's like got so much soul and um so it was like I watched that and I'm like you know, then my brother and I went out for ramen and like Miley Cyrus is playing. I'm like, Why uh, why was I born now? But <laughs> but it's cool because I can enjoy, you know, great music from then and then selective great music from today yeah there's more to listen to yeah now. it's true it's true good point um so okay what about brian eno specifically his production or does that well it's just the con it's just the band the actual so. band okay the bands. i like brian Eno. Mm-hmm. i think he's a, a cool engineer and for real a musician he but, is he is cool but, but he, th- it's like these it's bands the and that time yeah for sure yeah like he was just the facilitator and they were post-punk too would you say they're no wave no wave yeah What's that mean? <laughs> so it's not new wave. No, it's no no wave. There's <laughs> okay. no wave. And why? It's because they're like breaking like all of the rules, basically. So that's like a theme here. Yeah, I guess so. Post punk, no wave. It's exciting. Sticking it to the man. Not even to the man. No, just, just to, to no one. No one. It doesn't matter. They're just doing it. Yeah. Because it it's fun. And is that why you do music? Because it's fun. Yeah. Of course. Is that like the main reason? Yeah. Well, and also like, that's like the thing that i like feel meant to do mm-hmm. so good yeah awesome let's talk about let's talk about um the first time you like picked up a guitar okay yeah sorry i know that was a, it was like okay. a acoustic there. guitar okay and i was really bad at it how old were you um i actually was playing bass oh okay at the time and i got a i bought a bass and they gave me a guitar with it i got acoustic hell guitar. yeah that's like the best bogo deal ever it's so weird. I didn't even know that it would come, but it just yeah. like showed up. Oh, so it was like you bought it online? Yeah. Wow. Internet. Musiciansfriend.com? I have no idea. Guitar Center? eBay. I used to like mow lawns all the time so I could just buy uh, like Brand, equipment. Yeah. yeah. Gear. So, But this was probably your first gear purchase, right? First or, first gear purchase, yeah. That's cool. And you still great. have that guitar or that bass? Yeah, James plays it in Ehi. Wow. So. Like still? Mm-hmm. What kind of guitar? It's a, I don't know, I think it's like a jazz bass. Oh. Fender jazz bass. Fender. Yeah. Okay. Fender. And they gave it to you for free? Oh, the the well, acoustic guitar I don't use. Like, okay. That's just like, I mean, a I, it's like memorabilia. It's still at my house. Like I play it. Yeah. Or like my apartment. Right. It's like a really shitty guitar. Yeah. Good. It's like really hard to play. You need those though. But that's what I learned on. So I feel like I can play a guitar pretty well because I learned on like a really difficult guitar. Yeah. So then now everything's kind of a little bit better a little bit easier yeah when you like play a g- nice guitar which i haven't really i just started kind of like playing nice like guitars what what kind are you still on acoustic or do you do electric i play electric guitar okay cool um i don't really like acoustic guitars that much yeah sometimes are you were never on acoustic you always were electric this first one i got was acoustic okay, that's okay. what i learned Good. on yeah but then i soon got an electric guitar um it is easier on the fingers to play electric right I don't know. You don't know because you don't play acoustic <laughs> on my fingers. I don't know. I 
I always struggle with acoustic because it like hurts me. I just like the sound of it better. Yeah. It like fits more with my for aesthetic. For sure. For, yeah. Uh, and like what you can do with it. But if you're on like a campfire, then like an acoustic guitar is the way to go. Yeah. Situation. After swinging on a rope into okay. a river. Yeah. Um, okay. So then you did you start taking lessons or were you just kind of like, nah, I I'm going to learn? I just myself. And did you always have like kind of a musical instinct as a kid? Or um, I guess so. Okay. I'm not even really sure why I started doing it, but it was like something about making music was like exciting to me mm-hmm. as a young person. Totally. And so you were like, what, 15? Mm-hmm. Like I played in like a, you know, like a shitty band, high school band. What was it called? I don't even want to put this on the air. No, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> we can keep going. Should I guess? No, you'll never find it. <laughs> okay, wait. I really want to know because I love bad band It's names. just like so ridiculous. Um, Jane's Affliction. <laughs> yeah. How did you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like okay, playing you're really music. Not gonna tell me. No, it's fine. I don't want to know. I won't put it on the Wikipedia page. That's it. I'm going to save it for like the, the, big, <laughs> okay, the big pitchfork. Okay, uh, you know, interview or something. Oh, ouch. <laughs> this is for Pitchfork. I didn't oh, tell you. Oh, shit. No, I didn't know. Okay, so then you started playing, and then did you? And then you had a band, and you guys played at coffee shops and stuff uh, in the prom? We played at the VFW Hall. Oh, wow. Yeah, we played there Big quite a deal. bit. Big deal. Yeah, which was cool, because I didn't even realize at the time that that was kind of like a DIY show. Totally. But then when I started like playing and becoming involved in the DIY scene here... I was like, oh, wow, I've like kind of been involved in this already. Without even knowing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it was actually a really cool resource for a kid. Like, you kind of, like, were given a slice of, like, right. independence and, like, your own world. Kind yeah. Of, and That's how it was, um, actually, when I started doing radio in high school. Really? Yep. Cool. WLTL. Um, yeah, that's where I got. And, and it was great because it was exactly it. It was like, all right, here's a radio station. Way too nice equipment for freaking high schoolers, but go ahead. Yeah, and, sure. And we did it. Um, okay, so th- is this when you started writing, or were there other bandmates that were writing? Yeah, I mean, like, I just started learning how to play guitar by, like, playing in my room mm-hmm. and, like, recording it on my laptop, sp- like, speaker or oh whatever. My God, really? And then just, like, playing over myself a bunch yeah, of times. Like, and, yeah, Just, like, exploring what it was. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. It's like a, a whole new world. Yeah. And there's no rules because no one t- showed me anything. That's kind of, yeah, that's like better almost. Yeah. Did you ever like, take a lesson? No. Damn. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that. But no, I think those are. But not a lot of people are good at it. <laughs> I think my, my favorite kind of guitar, or like any musicians, are like people who are like just figuring it out. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's the way to, I mean, that's like. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot could be said for both, but sure. But yeah, as far as like originality goes, like you know, nobody literally told you how to hold it, even or. I mean, to... you can infer like it's designed. <laughs> yeah, it's designed for. Um, but there's that quality actually, which this isn't one of the people I was thinking of, but there's like that this band beat happening if you know that. Mm-mm. But like, I love that band, and I think they're really interesting and cool. They're contemporary. No. Okay. Eighties, nineties. Sweet. Um, Sensing a theme, love it. Yeah, I'm I'm just like putting this all together yeah. now. Um, <laughs> but like, especially their first recordings are all like, kind of trash. Like, I mean, like all like uh, cassette Lo-fi, recording or yeah. whatever. But like, they're also like new at their instruments, mm-hmm. and like, I think that's like when the most interesting stuff to listen to comes out when it's you haven't like you haven't made your rule book yet, so just kind of like it's like whatever goes, it. yeah, which is really cool. And I've actually just been trying, like, I've been 
home a little bit now. Yeah. And like I've been like recording in my room and stuff and like trying to approach music in that way again where I'm like, oh, I don't have like a I don't have like a rule. Yeah. Anymore. That's cool. And it's and for like the whole amateur musician, like getting to another instrument thing, like a lot of bad stuff can come out of that for sure. But then just just as much like really or not just as much, maybe, but like there's the little like moments of like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's that's great. So, okay, so then let's move back into the influences. Um, so you you did that band in high school. Did it move, move past high school or? No, no, no. thank God. <laughs> we, like, that was, like, just for a couple of years. Yeah, so like, for sure. Um, so who would you list as number three or four? I don't even know what number one I know. Uh, well, we can include Beat Happening there, I okay, guess. Okay, yeah, talk a little bit more about them. Um, 80s, 90s. Yeah. Kind of like. I guess three-piece. Uh-huh. It was like floor time, snare, guitar, bass. Cool. Um, the main guy has like this like very low voice, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like kind of like a literaryish kind of writer. Like he he's like really great lyricist. He's like also very earnest. It was like a really weird thing. It's like in Olympia, he like started Cave Records. Like this whole thing. Yeah. It's like a whole mythology in Olympia, Washington. Yes, I've definitely heard about Olympia. That has. It's like the hippie town, hippie town, right? Yeah. Super artsy and. It's super artsy. It's kind of hippie-ish. Like, that's like only one. That's only one ingredient okay, in, in yeah. this in the sauce. You know? <laughs> right. Got it. There's a lot of stuff going on. Actually, you're talking about Wikipedia. I was just in Olympia a couple months ago, uh-huh. and we went to this guy. I think his name's John. But it was his, he had just started a restaurant. He's like a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And um, he had a restaurant. And it was like the best food I ate on tour, actually. But it was just like um, you walk in and you had like a couple like heating trays with different stuff he had just made. Wow. And then just kind of like you, he's like, all right, you pick like a couple things. Pick what you want. Whatever. That's cool. But he was totally like trolling us while we were eating and was like, what was the name of your guys' band? And then he was like, so um, I heard you guys like mix shimmering guitar riffs with um melodic vocals and he was just like reading <laughs> oh my god that's great yeah like, oh, it, it was so funny i love his restaurant and he was so great what was it called i think it was jonathan's that's great or josh's what a restaurant. Cool it was just his name whatever his name is um what a cool i can't concept. remember yeah just off of one of the main streets yeah huh go eat there i've never been to washington it's cool yeah yes yeah, so have you been to every state i've not been to alaska Okay, Hawaii. Yep, not for tour, but I've been there when I was a child. That'd be crazy to play in Hawaii. Yeah, at like a tiki bar. I don't think a lot of people do it, honestly. No, no, it's kind of a pain in the ass. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, it's a long flight. Oh my god, and a lot of gear and yeah, or figuring out gear and yeah, no. Um, so not Alaska yet. No, we'll put that one out there. Have you played in Canada? Yes, I love Canada. <sighs> Aren't Canadians so nice? It's my favorite place. Really? Yeah. I love it there. Of course, because you love winter. I do. Yeah, harsh. I love harsh <laughs> climates. Harsh elements. Um, where, what was your favorite show that you ever played in Canada? Then we'll get back to the influences. Oh, man. Favorite show in Canada. That's a hard one. I think maybe my favorite show was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Is Toronto, like, does it feel a lot like Chicago? I've only been in Montreal. Toronto is kind of like a mix of Chicago and San Francisco. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's awesome. That sounds awesome. It's so cool. It's really big. The people, like, are similar, kind of, but, you know, Canadian. They say um, A, and they have a lot of Tim Hortons. They do. Actually, like, when I first started hanging out with people from Canada, they've... Um, 
uh, they've been inflicted me with the A. Really? Like I'll say it sometimes. Just like, does it surprise you when you say, you're like, oh. No, it's like really normal. <laughs> it's like just part of my like social tics. That's like, great. Yeah, I went on tour with, with these guys for a little while and mm-hmm. uh, they're like some of my favorite people and they it like just got, st- it stuck. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. I wonder what they picked up from you. I hope, hopefully nothing. <laughs> well, what could it, what's the Chicago thing to say? Dags, I don't know. <laughs> That's probably they're probably saying that all the time. Yeah, I'm sure they're. I'm uh, sure they're just like riffing in Chicago accents. <laughs> um, and have you, been, have you been to Europe or? Mm-hmm. Oh, where did you play there? I've never played there. Oh, not play, not to play. Yeah, you've been. Been, been where a couple been? times. Um, Berlin. Love it. Paris. Love it. Uh, Florence. Never I've been, been like all oh, over yeah, Italy. Um, cool. My favorite places are. Berlin and Paris. Yeah. I've, been to, uh, I've been kind of like a, a bopped around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're great. Berlin's great. Were it's you there in the winter cool. or the summer? Uh, I've been there a couple of times. Okay. Once in the winter, once in like the fall. It's amazing what difference it makes like when you go to a city, you know? Sure. Time of year. I mean, I know that's such a simple concept, but it's true. It's like I went to Budapest um, sure. in the summer with my, you know. Party time. Yeah, ex-boyfriend. It was like the city of love. And it was like our first, you know, Raves trip at together. The baths. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Total like baths. Like we biked around. And, stuff. and then we went back like a year and a half later, stayed in the exact same hotel, which was like this beautiful, it's called Lavender Circus Ho- Hotel. If you ever go to Budapest, I've been stay there. there. Oh, well, go go again and stay there. When you when you play there, right? Cool. That'll happen. Um Every room is like a work of art and it's in this really cool like building, historical building and huh. um, owned by an artist. Anyway, we went in the winter and it was like so symbolic of our relationship. You know, it's just like so cold oh, and no. Whoa. everything was falling apart. And Sorry to hear. You know, no, I was just, that was just like my, it was like this whole poetic thing in my brain, sure. but then it's totally unrelated. You're to living it. at the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. So Europe's in the cards for future. Hope so. Hopefully next. Hopefully this year, I guess. Yeah. So that would be tight. baby. Yeah. yeah. It was actually it. crazy when I was in Budapest. I was at this coffee shop, and they were playing a Chicago band. Which one? Uh, Joan of Arc. Nice. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, who are like fr- some friends of mine. Uh-huh. So it was like really funny. I Did like, you tell them? Yeah, yeah. Me and the guy actually wound up hitting it off, and like he, they even invite me to go to their band practice. Sweet. And, like he played in a band and stuff. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that it's crazy what the internet does with uh, getting people to know different, you know, music. Sure, this is before Spotify, I think. Oh my God! So it's probably like like it was like you knew. Wow, yeah. that's good. Um, okay, so uh, influence number four. Since we were talking about Canada, yes, the band Women. Ooh, so good. And honestly, I don't like know them again. They're great. I'm sorry. I, mean, I do know a lot of musicians. I was I, I was thinking it would be cool. I was like thinking about all these things. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I wish we could like jam the songs. Yeah. So I could show like so so oh, it's like, like it's, I like, could it's play so it. hard to talk about music. Yeah. I could play a little bit of it. It doesn't matter. I could. That would be fun. Okay. Well, which song? I'll start pulling it up, and you start telling me oh about it. Oh my gosh, which one? So woman, right? Women. Women. Yes. Um, I have to look. I'm kind of bad with song titles. They're a great band. I think I heard about them about the same time as pretty much all this other stuff. I just googled women and uh, getting a lot of lot of hits here. 
<laughs> like the women's march that was yesterday. Oh yes, the best. I was there. Did you go? No, I was. What was I doing yesterday? I was running around all day, but I have no concept of what. Not I did. marching though. No, unfortunately. That's alright. Oh, I don't. Apparently, know. there were three hundred thousand people. Wow, that's Which incredible. Which is more than last year, dude. Where was it? Like all around the loop. Cool. Started at um, Grant Park. There was a rally. And Hamilton cast sang. Well, uh, that's great. crazy. And then, then the whole march happened. All three hundred thousand of us. Um, let's see. It started like in Grant Park, and then it went up to Financial Plaza on whatever street that is, Van Buren or whatever, and then looped around. Word. We like left halfway through because we had a good lunch, but it was great. That's cool. Really powerful I to be to... in like a group of people that are just like all believing the same thing and like. The energy is like it. amazing. Oh my god! What, have you been to many? I went marches to the or? one in DC last year. Wow, how was that? It was great. I was on tour, so I um, we kind of like timed That's it out so that we could go. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And um, it was awesome. It was so cool. We kind of like missed the speeches and stuff like that. Yeah, that's not really even um, the point of it, though. No, but it was really cool. We kind of we got there like late because we had to drive. We didn't like think about how we, we had to drive a super far way to get there, so we yeah. kind of like. We missed the meat of it, but right. it was like still, it was still just really cool and like an entire like yeah unified front kind for of for sure, especially like on all of the on the on the mall was like really wow oh I bet you know impressive to be there and yeah. see all of that it, it's crazy it is cool and I know it's such a like stereotype or a, a cliche but like people getting off the computer and getting like onto the street you know or like yeah everyone should, we should just get off the computer in general yeah. I agree. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah. I'm actually on the computer right now looking for a women's song. So which one do you want? I guess like if you've never heard it before, like the easiest one would be like Black Rice. That would be. Black Rice. Yes. Um, Got it. All right. Cool. Ready? That's like, it's like the, it's like yeah, the, intro the it. hit. It's the hit. Yeah. Or the first hit. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> I like the cover, album cover. It's great, right? It's really cool. On a plane, morning, it's like totally like Beach Boys worship almost. Yeah, totally. Ooh, little glockenspiel. Yeah. This is like the, the poppy one, you know. I like it. Where are they from? Canada. When? Um, Like late aughts. Two thousand. Okay, like high school. Six, seven. I don't know if you were in high eight. school when I was, but I was in high school. Yeah, then. cool. Um, I like it. They're great. It's like steady. It's like a walk, not it a is. march, not a run. You could a definitely walk. march to the song if you, you wanted to. I'm a spinning instructor, so I always think in terms oh, of no like, way. can I spin that? Wow. Yeah. I have a people every once in a while. Tell me that they work out to like music that I make, which is fun. I've put knee high on my on my playlist before. Cool. Yeah, dude. I like it. Okay. Well, let's do a little bit more. I like it. It's really minimalist. Super minimal. Right? That's one of my influences. Yeah. Would be minimalism. I can hear that. Yeah, for sure. And like they have a really cool arrangement of songs, like great vocal melodies, but they're like. They're like guitar heads, and like really good at guitar. Yeah. The two, the I two guys. And I like the tone of the guitar. Yeah, this is like a very, basically Beachy this kinda. record, 
this record and then this record by this guy Chad Van Galen who actually Nihai was just on tour with and is like the sweetest man alive. Yeah. Um, they both like started this sound basically. Oh, okay. I would say. I love it. And there's a lot of bands now that are like trying to sound like this. It's happy, but it's melancholy. Yeah, I wouldn't say their music's very happy. Okay, it's not happy. This sounds kind of Bell and Sebastiany, the vocals. Word. I could see that. Or not. <laughs> I could see that. But yeah. I like you it. You did it. Very cool. So, okay, so that's women, and they're yeah. from Canada. Yep. Do you they know have them? Records. Have you met them? I know you like you're um, friends with your Canadians. Yeah, I've met Patrick a couple times. Cool. Um, First name basis, so that's cool. Yeah, his other his other current project is like uh, my probably like my favorite. That was actually the third record I've been listening to. Oh, there it is. What's it called? Cindy Lee's Act of Tenderness. Cindy Lee. Yeah. Is that a person or is it just a band? That's Patrick. Oh. Cindy Lee. Cool. Yeah, it's incredible. Really? What's it about? Yeah. What's it all? What's it, what does it do for you? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> It's just like the the energy that it exists like just like speaks to me on human level of mm-hmm. like it's like super beautiful, super noisy, sometimes very like scary yeah. sounding. Should I put up? Now I want to hear a little bit of it. Yeah, you could. Do you want to? Sure. All right. Which which song? I would say um I L-E-E. think F- Yeah. Fallen Angel is a pretty good one. Fallen. I think that's yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing something. Cindy Lee, Fallen Angel, Black and White. Yeah. Two minutes. Yeah. It's a good song length. Creepy album cover. Yeah. Like masks. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. What, like a conspiracy thing or like a... No, it's just like the, the aesthetic. Like all of his records are... Um, Periodically, like for download on his GeoCities page. What's the GeoCities page? You don't remember GeoCities? Like primitive internet. Oh like, wow, no. Yeah, like that's like what what you know you like go find like a video game website like in two or not even like in two thousand or something. Yeah. You know, or like nine in late nineties. Uh huh. Kind of kind of like Angel Fire. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same kind of thing. That's cool. And he puts music on there. Yeah, like all the records are in there. And then people are just starting to put him out, but for a long time he just really solved it himself wow. too. Wow! And this is the guy from Women. Yes. Patrick. Patrick. Okay, let's listen. I like it. It's kind of ethereal, floaty. Yeah, and this is like one of the more pleasant ones. Okay. They get kind of. It gets scary. Oh, like actually scary. Oh yeah. But huh. like not in like a metal way, or right? Not in like any other way. Like it's just like a very like story kind of, or kind of. It's like just scary. scary. Like there's no other way to describe it. But it's huh. like in like it's it's just like very pure. Like it's not like yeah. It's just what it is. It's not like a yeah. genre. It's not trying I can't to like put it in this else. box. No, yeah, or anything. that's really cool. Okay, I love it. I'm glad we found the third album because I knew that that was like I could see it in your eyes. You're like, what's the third album that I'm listening to? Yeah, and I've been listening to that for like the last six months, just nonstop. Very cool. Um, okay, so let's move on to number four. Did we talk much? We we heard women and yeah, yeah. But like this stuff is like basically five, I guess. what I love yeah. about it is like they have a great way of like being like weird and like they're aware of like what songwriting like pop structure is and all Mm -hmm. this stuff but they like make these songs that are like 
dressed up as these entirely different things, yeah. but are still like have huge hooks and Ooh, stuff. Ooh, like I like that dressed up as different things, but then still of the formula. Or enough, the, or it's like an, of aware enough of it that can use it to its advantage right. when it needs to, and then yeah. it can do go out other world like places. Right. But they're also really great at creating this world that you can like exist in. Yeah. That's like that's like their world. Totally. So that's great, and it's that's usually amazing. a blend of like kind of beautiful stuff and like more abrasive like noisy Haunting stuff kind of yeah and creepy masks i'm yes. gonna close out of that because it's kind of looking at me there we go <laughs> that's yeah. really cool i like that so that's something i like to think about for sure uh, do you like consciously cr- try to create a world i'm putting air quotes around that or no. do you it just kind of i think that just like comes from that just comes from, from like it. it should be one before you. the other right like everyone from has the their own world, or from the person, the person making it. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's your world? What's Nehi's world? Ex- try, let's just start talking about the sound a little bit, because we've been, well, now we've been hearing a little bit more of like things that you like, but yeah, Nehi's world. Nehi's weird because it's like these are all my influences. Yeah, but then the guys have all different. completely different things. That's cool, because maybe I'll maybe I'll get everybody in here separately. That'd be cool. Kind of put it all together. I think that's both our biggest strength and our biggest weakness. Oh, for sure. Because it makes it difficult sometimes, but when it works, it's like great, I think. Yeah. And it's really fun. For sure. And like makes me go outside of what I would necessarily mm-hmm. think is good. What's like the weirdest thing that like they're influenced by, one of them that you're totally like have never even looked into or considered? Mm, I don't know, necessarily weird, but like. I guess like maybe the farthest off from for me is like classic rock. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I don't really like that stuff. No, for sure. I'm like, we don't need it. You're it's post over. that. You're no no rock. Yeah. I just it's just like yeah. Yeah. But I've actually been getting a little bit more into it. Like I they've got me to like Bruce Springsteen. Wow, that's a big that's a But Bruce Springsteen like Bruce Springsteen's amazing. I mean yeah. And like he Tom is. Petty's cool. Oh yeah, Tom Petty's great. I'm not a big you know, Bruce. I use him in spin class sometimes. You do? He's just such a cornball. He is, so but that's why it's good. But it's, yeah, it's like he doesn't try to be anything else. He's like he speaking in symbols. Yeah. Tom Petty is like speaking like from the heart. Yeah, for sure. But they're both doing the same thing, just like in a different way. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so we're not listing those guys as our number five, though. Who's number five for no. you? Um, all right, let me look, because there's, I think. I know, there's tons, but. Well, how to list, and I think we've made other things things. Right. No New York women, wire. I guess the Velvet Underground. Oh, okay. Which is like as classic rock. Yeah. But, yeah. But they're so crazy and diverse. Right. And great songwriters. Yes, Lou Reed. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah he's he's in that. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Um. They're great. Same same kind of things actually. Like I think they're definitely like an influence on that band Women. Yeah. Um. For sure. What about them? They definitely create a world. They got their own world. They do. I think they Especially like, like considering when they were around, like they were kind of doing a totally different thing. Well, it's like you listen to those records and it's still far out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like they do that well. It's more like for me, their lyrics are great because it's like, it's like very simple poetry where it's like the words are like pretty commonplace, but mm-hmm. like um, there's, and but there's also like, you know, some weirder ideas and stuff, but it's like, it's like almost like, like, you know, colloquial speaking but you like arrange it in a way where it like is really impactful yeah. and has meaning like I, that's kind of like a I think a way that I write lyrics for in. sure yeah let's talk about that how do you write lyrics kind I'm- of just that way I think my like main me- 
my main mission is to write around whatever I'm talking about. So you're not trying to be on, on the, the nose. nose. No. Oh, jinx. Um, you're trying to kind of by using what metaphor and all that shit. Yeah, and like just like words that like you know like you can say one word and that might call up an association, and then when you like pair it with something else. Yeah. They might not typically go together, but you can kind of like it's like little flashes of like um, association. Yeah. At least for me. For sure. And I think that's what makes it a little bit more interesting because then people could kind of like. Interpret. I'm, I'm basically I'm basically like just putting a bunch of symbols together, mm-hmm. and then also mix with like some more kind of like just basic like. You know, kind of like everyday like. Yeah. Language. It, do you find yourself like on thesaurus.com? <laughs> No, no, but I do. I did start I, like, a thing. I'm all about the source deck. Really? <laughs> or the thesaurus? That's just for synonyms. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't ever like. You're just. If all you're like doing that, then I'm like not in the right zone. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like forcing it a little. Mm-hmm. I see. I do that. I have like a day job where I like run the social media for like a organic deodorant company. So when I'm writing the blog posts for all of the. Uh... Like, what's another great word for smelly? Exactly. Stinky odor. <laughs> um, anyway, so but okay, cool. So when you're okay, so you're writing kind of, or you're, do you write music first or lyrics first? Um, probably most of the time music first. Yeah, music and melody. Okay, and then you're fitting the words to it. To it. So you write the main melody. Mm-hmm. And then I'll change it if I have to yeah, for the right, words, for sure. but I have like a blueprint of how it will be. Yeah. That's that's probably the way to do it. Yeah, which I've had a really bad time. Like I'm a, a pretty big lyric procrastinator. Yeah. But I started getting a lot. I'm like now that I'm home, right. we're working on this new record. Cool. Awesome. And I'm getting a lot better at like I, I kind of like made a rule that You're like I, I gotta make yeah. if I write a song, I can only have two songs that I'm writing going at a time. So I have to finish the lyrics before I can write another. That's a one. self. Uh, proclaimed rule. Yeah, because That's I'll good. just write. I'll write. I have like so many songs that uh, just have the melodies, and like I even have demos of them. Yeah. But there's no words. No, and that's hard. And it's hard the more space, like the more time after you write the actual melody, I'm sure to like. Oh, it's I wrote like this melody like six back. years ago, and yeah, it's like that was a different time. And I like I just like keep words. moving forward. Yeah, totally. And and when you write lyrics, like. Would you say they necessarily are reflective of like something that's going on right in your life right now, or is it more kind of uh, just ideas, or is it both? Or it's like a mix for sure of like life life stuff and like I've been like taking a lot more stuff recently from uh, because I have been like I maybe it's it's, maybe it's something about being at home, but I've been like out like I ride my bike everywhere, and Mm -hmm. so like you're also seeing all this weird stuff that you wouldn't city, normally see on the scenes, streets yeah. and stuff like that, like little interactions. And uh, I started running also. So like I walk through my alleys yeah. a lot and I'm like in my alleys and there's all these weird stuff in the alleys. So like, like little what? things like that. <laughs> oh, just like, like murder scenes or I call it like tra- I call my alley treasure alley. Cause there's all, wow. it's just like weird stuff. Like this one, this one time there was this big mirror that was broken that had someone's, uh, rap lyrics on it. Oh, was it good? And uh, my question was, did they break the mirror because they were unhappy with the lyrics, right. or or were they just trying to? Did they have it and then just accidentally broke or something? 
That's cool. But I like to like imagine like this person was like. Do you remember what the rap was? Was it like a genius like. No, it was so bad. Really? (laughs) What was it? I can't even remember. (laughs) But it's like, that's kind of what made me think. Yeah. Like, I can't figure this out. And like punch the mirror. And then like I have to throw it out. That's a cool symbol. Yeah. So I just like seeing little things like that, that like make me think of something that I I can like apply to like something, something else that's going on. What is that word? Ephemera. Ooh. Good word. I don't even know what it means necessarily, but sounds right. Stuff. Yeah. In the world, found objects. Meaningful. Meaningful. Yeah, we're like putting meaning to. to me. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, are you sure it wasn't your mirror? It wasn't. <laughs> your I rap, haven't tried to have rap. a rap career yet. All right. Yeah, that's still to come. That's like career number two. Yeah, I think. Well, me and my roommate just made a goal that we we will produce one hip hop song this year. Mm. Because he, he loves hip-hop and rap and sure. soul music and R&B. And, so, and he wants to get into it. Yeah. And I'm like, I think we'd be a great team. For sure. And that's one of the bandmates? Nope. No, just, just, just roommate. Not, roommate. Not a music person. Oh, great. Yeah. I live with a lot of uh, people that uh, do things other than music. And it's very refreshing. That is refreshing. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Um, Though we're talking about right now, it's like I can't talk about music all the time. No. No, it's... It's like, a lot. Give me something else. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's cool, though. That'd be a fun project. Yeah, it'd be really fun. Um, again, another side project. It's good. Who knows? I have a little too much of that going on. I've got to focus. I mean, any of our, our Harry Potter podcast, so please don't forget about that. It's a lot of work. Our Harry Podcast. <laughs> um, side note, um, there is a Harry Potter podcast based in Chicago called Potterotica. <laughs> have you heard of it? Whoa, is it like sexy Potter? Yes, it wow. is. It's intense. Well, actually, I've listened to it a little bit. We we interviewed um, on Rick Hogan's show the like one, the main chick from it. But it's funny because it's like super inspired by like my absolute favorite podcast. So that's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Well, mm-hmm. my absolute favorite podcast should be my own, but it's not. You know, I like I love doing this, but then I like to listen to funny podcasts. You can't podcasts. say your own is your favorite. No. Okay, good. Yeah, that'd be weird. My favorite band's Knee High. <laughs> <laughs> is it? No. No. <laughs> it's all this other I was just talking about. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's kind of a... So, okay, basically they like read exactly what you think. They read erotic Harry Potter mm-hmm. fan fiction. And um, it... Okay, this is crazy. So that podcast, I listened to a couple episodes and it's like, it's pretty out there. Um, and I would prefer it if they're English, you know, because like, I'm like, come on. It's fake. Yeah. But um, they're from Chicago, so that's kind of cool. Shout out Potterotica. Um, But they um, inspired me because I (laughs) took this web series class at Second City, which was a total shit show. But um, I was like taking some TV and film writing classes, and then they offered this creating the web series class, which was a 16-week class, twice as long as my other two. And um, basically, the first eight weeks, you're in a writer's room, and you actually write a show like with other people. Mm -hmm. Because everything else we were doing was like solo. So it was like collaborative. And like a web series, so like three minute long episodes, um, three to five. And then the second eight weeks, you actually cast it and produce it and you film it. That's crazy. We have like a DP and um, so we ended up, uh, for some reason, we ended up going with this this theme or, you know, our log line is Karen is a buttoned up uh, professional um, casting agent. She really wants to be big in Hollywood, be a big casting agent out there, Mm -hmm. but the only job she can get in Chicago for her first casting agent job is as a porn casting agent and she's like super like 
Whoa. prude. But she's like sex positive and she wants to be like cool with it, but she's just like is not experienced. So that's our main character. And so every <laughs> episode is a different audition that she has to like run. Oh, that's <laughs> um, great. Yeah. So mine was Harry Potter themed porn. So there's an influence. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. That was a huge. We did get back to the Harry Potter thing, which I'm glad about. Yeah. In, a, in an unexpected way. It, yeah. Very, uh, very organic. Just like my deodorant. Um, so, okay. So then do we talk about number five? Um, Velvet Underground. Velvet Underground. Good. Yeah. So we did it. We put it together. Yeah. One through five. Damn. Easy as that. Those one, are all, those are all two, the secrets. Three, four, five. Is Mama number five that influence at all? That's the only influence. <laughs> it's your, it's your, uh, yeah, on <laughs> constant loop. Um, so let's then, we've done it. This is like we've hit our hour mark for sure, so we can wrap this baby up. It's been a real pleasure talking to you, Jason. You too. Um, can we grab a song um, and play it? What do you want to play at the end here? Of anything? Of, you, of, of Knee High. Of Knee High. <laughs> Or anything. I mean, we could play Mambo number five. But man, why don't you play the original version of The Times I'm Not There? Okay, without Jamila? Yes. Okay, It's quite, cool. a, bit, quite a bit different. I'm sure. Um, let's hear your take on what what it is. What's what's the song about? Um, Wait, so it's called The Times We Weren't There. The Times I'm Not There. It's so like this is the time f- that Jamila wasn't there. It's from our first there. record. <laughs> it is, yeah. It was like way before. It was like came way out before. on the first record. Uh-huh. And then basically the reason why we did that thing with Jamila was to just like, we liked the song a lot. And it was like, oh, how can we like re-release do it. this in a different way? Yeah, Cool. Um, I like that. Where it like gets us a second chance, just whatever. But it's actually like pretty much a completely different song except for the guitar line. Mm-hmm. Um, and sh- how did you come across her? How were you? Uh, I mean, we, we like knew, like we were fans of her music and, um, you know, hadn't seen her like perform and stuff mm-hmm. before. And then uh, our like managers got in touch with each other and cool. And then we then we talked and then it was all good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um Have you performed it live with her? No, not yet. No. Yeah, I don't know if that will ever happen. I don't know if that'll ever happen. It would be either. really fun. That'd be sick. We kind of missed the boat. We both played at Pitchfork this summer. Damn it. Yeah. I was gonna say, are you gonna be on the uh, the old festival? You know, mm, loop. This I'm not summer? sure. We're like writing the new record now, so it, like kind of depends when yeah, that's ready for sure probably not that i don't know who's to say this is the first time in my life since the band actually started that i have nothing on the calendar it's kind of nice though right is it nice it's incredible you it's great okay it's great. just different yeah like sure. usually i'm like a year planned out yeah which is like a lot right but now, but now it's you're like just kind of like okay open book that's good though that's when like the crazy cool shit happens because you have time for it to happen totally yeah. Um, okay. So, but let's talk about the original version. Um, did you write it? Did you co-write it? With yeah. The other I mean, guys? like I wrote the lyrics mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. And what are they uh, about? Uh, it's basically just about not being there. If a tree falls in the woods, does anyone hear it? Type of thing. Uh, I guess so, but not like a FOMO way. But like not not like being present, like in uh, your like relationships with people. Oh. Or. And also being like detached, I mm-hmm. guess, or like, you know, yeah. When you feel like sometimes you're just not there. Mm-hmm. Simple. I get it. I like it. Okay, here it is: the original um, cut of "The Times I'm Not There" by Knee High. 
Thank you so much for joining me, Jason. Thank you. And you can find Nehi on nehiband.com. Question mark? Sure. Is that your website? I honestly don't really do the web stuff. Google it. That sounds that sounds right. Or like Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah, all of that kind of iTunes, stuff. iTunes. Yes. Bandcamp. What was the one you talked about? The like early internet Geo one. City. Geo City. Check out our Geo Cities <laughs> page. MySpace, etc. Um and yeah, thank you so much. This has been super fun. Yeah. Um again, that's Jason Bala and this is Nehi on Lease FM. Oh.